Podcast Network as we go to Jamaica, Queens, New York, right? New <laughs> York, right? Uh, it, yeah. East version of New York, man. We'll put that as a song on Spotify <laughs> uh, for Saturday's picks with Dylan Kelly, Dylan Kelly's college, college basketball betting briefing, right? I'm NBA, I'm securities licenses, clients net worth $50 million. And when they're sitting at a casino saying, Josh, 50 grand a game, what picks are you getting with me? I'm going to bring some somebody who's a lot smarter, a lot younger than I am. Dylan Kelly from Jamaica, New York. And from parts unknown, we also have Chad Nolan out there. Thanks, Chad, for joining us as he's going to sure. deal with the Missouri Valley. Uh, I'll work with him on the SEC. All right, Dylan, what do you got? Right. Yeah. So, um, Today, um, starting out with the Big East slate, um, a huge Big East guy. So first, we're focusing on the Xavier at UConn today. They'll be playing at Gamble on UConn's campus. Um, so in this game, UConn is um, currently favored by six or seven, depending on where you get the line at. Um, UConn's wildly better offensive rebounding team in this matchup. They're better from the free throw line. They play better defense. The last time these two teams played, Xavier won by six at their home court. Today's a revenge spot for UConn. Xavier's trending in the wrong direction. UConn's going to keep rolling this into March. You know, years past, UConn always comes alive in March. This is a right. spot where they win, they cover, they shut down Xavier offensively. Um, I'm also taking the under in this one. Neither team shoots the three ball with great success. Um, UConn's extremely solid defensively and uh, will slow down Xavier's big men in the paint. Um, then we move to Georgetown at Villanova. Yeah, none about um, Xavier, right? I love their yeah. coach, man. I love really young guys. And they're a slow-down Midwestern team at heart. Just let those mm -hmm. guys run so they won't burn out and get into the transfer portal. So he's got to yep. let them run a little bit. But at heart, big game late in the season. They're getting ready for the biggest tournament. Slow down. How do we translate that? Under 140. There you go. So then we're moving to um, Georgetown at Villanova. Now, this game will not be nearly as close. Um, Villanova is favored by 20 right now. Um, they honestly could be favored by 30 and probably cover it. Georgetown, right, right. Is, uh, Georgetown is a lost cause. They're not um, competing with anyone in the Big East right now, let right. alone the best team in the conference, who Villanova honestly could – they could be an elite eight team this year. They're so solid. Yet Final again. four, man. I like it. Final, Final four. four. Yeah, there you go. So um, I'm back in Villanova at home to cover the 20. Um, then the last Big East game of the night is capped off by DePaul at Seton Hall. The first time they played this, they it may have been one of the most surprising outcomes of the entire Big East season. Um, when DePaul beat Seton Hall 96 to 92 um, in Chicago. Seton Hall in that game was down by like 20. They fought like hell to get back in it. They came up a little short in the end. Tonight, they're back at their home court. 
8 p.m. start Eastern time. Place will be packed. The students will be there. It'll be an insane, insane home court advantage. It's a tough place to play. Um, I expect DePaul to continue to struggle and uh, Seton Hall definitely cover the number. I got it at minus eight. So you're more betting um, against DePaul than 14 and up. Yeah, no, definitely. I don't think Seton Hall are wor world beaters by any means. Um, it was a shame they lost Bryce Aiken earlier in the year, their point guard. But um, I still think uh, betting against DePaul in this spot is a, is a good play. And then I've got one pick from the A-10, which is another conference I'm going to start focusing on more as we go down, head down the stretch here. And um, doing some research, I'm going to take Dayton minus seven against St. Joe's today. Uh, I'm going to predict that St. Joe's will not score more than 65 points in this game. Uh, I think Dayton will dominate the offensive glass and um, completely shut, shut down St. Joe's um, on the defensive end. Uh, Dayton has the highest defensive efficiency in the A-10. And um, I think St. Joe's will really struggle to put the ball through the hoop against them. So those are my uh, five plays today that I came with. And um, so I would thank you guys for doing this. I love doing this because like you always say, Josh, you have to treat everything like a business meeting. And exactly. um, Purpose so, and outcome, we track it. Right. So we're tracking picks, coming together, getting different perspectives on it. So it's a big help to be able to confirm some of my opinions with what you guys have also been seeing. And in turn, you guys are focusing on other conferences. You guys are uh, West Coast guys. You uh, trust your knowledge of the West Coast basketball, things like that. So I'm excited to hear what you guys have. Exactly. And now, Chad, uh, I haven't checked it. No, I trust Chad. He's graduated from Midwestern College. Uh, what is it? South Southwestern Missouri State. Missouri, Missouri Southern State. Missouri Southern State. I'm getting closer. Missouri yep. Southern State. <laughs> so down there, he was watching. He's actually summer league ball, playing basketball, and working out with all these guys from these Midwestern colleges. So he's going to give us uh, a little SEC, right? Ole Miss on the money line, uh, you know, against inferior talent like that. Yep. So what are your other four picks in the minor conferences? But he's following the ten, top 10 rules of betting. He's watched every single team play he's uh, betting on. And it's a business meeting. So what happens is we take emotion out of it. We all like each other but we challenge each other's thinking. When we think somebody else is wrong, we tell them flat out. So what, what are your picks, Chad? So I am, um, I got two from the Missouri Valley and the, the early Missouri Valley game. Um, SIU on, on the money line, it's a, basically a pick em. Um On the road at Indiana State, um, SIU, you know, they're coming off a big win. They've been competitive with all the top teams in that Missouri Valley. Um, you know, Indiana State has been a team that, that's lost to Evansville, um, lost to some of the worst teams in that conference. Pretty spotty all year. Um, not having to lay any points here with SIU. You know, I think SIU wins it. I think it's going to be close, but I think SIU will pull this one out, three, four-point victory, um, and, and get the win at Indiana State. Um, then I have two heavy home favorites here. Oh, actually, let me go back to my other Missouri Valley pick for us a So, the other Missouri Valley pick is Valpo on the road at Evansville. Um, Evansville is coming off a 30-point 30 30 stinker to Drake. 
Valpo lost to Loyola Chicago uh, by two points. They also lost to Loyola Chicago in overtime earlier in the year at Loyola Chicago, lost them at home last game by two points. Um, so I, I like Valpo here to win this game by 10 to 12 points going away. I think they easily cover this spread of minus three. Um, I really like Valpo. Um, and then I got two teams I'm kind of going back to the well on. I'm probably – I'd have to look at the sheet, but I'd say I'm probably eight and three – Nine and three, betting on these two teams, Bryant and Wagner. Um, they're the two, two top teams in their conference. They've really been rolling teams. Um, Wagner is playing Central Connecticut, who they played early in the year at Central Connecticut. Uh, they were winning by like 25 points, and they, they, they blew a lead to only win that game by two or three points. Um, so not necessarily a full revenge game, but I think the way that they really let down and, and the talent gap that they have over Central Connecticut – at home, um, I, I think they're gonna they're they're gonna roll today. Saturday game, same with Bryant. Bryant's playing one of the worst teams in that conference. Fair Dickinson, they're four and twenty-one on the year record, um, and I, I, I like I like those teams to both roll today. I think they both get twenty-point wins. You know, they're on a collision course to play each other. Uh, Bryant and Wagner, they played an overtime game earlier in the year. They'll have one more rematch. Um, and then they'll, you know, they'll, they'll be head to head, probably playing the championship of this conference tournament. Um, and then, yep, like Josh mentioned in the SEC, I like Ole Miss here on the money line. Ole Miss is coming off an overtime home loss. South Carolina, they lost this one on a buzzer beater, three quarter court um, at the buzzer at the end of overtime. Um, I, I like them here on the money line. You know, Georgia has been a team that has been competitive against good competition in the SEC, so. I don't want to lay the three points here. I could see it at Georgia being close, but I think Ole Miss just has more talent here and more horses to just to get the win here late in this one. Um, then I got two more to finish up with. Going to the Metro Atlantic, uh, this is one of the conferences that I've been specializing in. We have um, Niagara going to Canisius. These two teams are huge rivals. Um, Niagara beat them by 10 earlier in the year. I like Canisius here to return that favor. Canisius is the last place team in the Metro Atlantic, but their record is not indicative of, of the talent. They are they have been very competitive. Um, I mean, even against Iona, the best team, you know, they lost Iona by six, seven points, covered the spread. They've, you know, they've covered against top talent, and, uh, you know, they, they, they stayed in games here. I think the talent level here is pretty even. Um, so I like the revenge angle and the home court advantage. I'm getting plus two with Canisius here. So even if they do lose by one, I can still cover that one. Then lastly, we're going to the Patriot League. Colgate has been hot. I believe they've covered three or four spreads in a row for me. Um, you know, kind of going back to the well with the wood pick here, but also there's a revenge angle. Colgate, one of their few conference losses was at Boston earlier in the year. Me and Josh bet Boston. We faded Colgate and cashed that one. Um, we, you know, we thought that was storm. a There was a snowstorm coming in. Snowstorm. It was a built-in win. I dated a girl at BU, and I knew that the locker rooms were next to the court. <laughs> it gives them an edge at BU in a snowstorm going against Colgate, and we cashed that ticket. <laughs> Collaboration, yep, so. teamwork meets the dream work. Yep, yep. So we, uh, I, I like Colgate at home in a revenge spot, only laying six and a half points. I mean, they've been beaten on average teams by 14, 15 points a game. Um, just a great shooting team, great free throw shooting team late in games. You know, if they're up six or seven down the stretch, 
they they hit their free throws and cover. Um, so, you know, as a home favorite, I love a good free throw shooting team. So I think Colgate, you know, wins this one by 10 to 12 easily. Um, six and a half is just too, too low of a number. So that's a, that wraps up my, my morning slate. Nice. And I hit rapid fire for you guys. Uh, and then we'll, we'll be back, man. We're, we're going to make sure we get at least five tweets out every mm-hmm. Saturday. All right. So Arizona State, Bob Hurley, right? All-time coach, dad's coach, his brother's coach at UConn. Salesmen think short-term. Businessmen and women think long-term. You want to be playing your best basketball at the end. And, man, Arizona, just like St. John's, looks like a totally different team with all the processes and systems at the time where the coaches make the most money. Cal's trying to do it. They're not hasn't been as successful but Utah playing two games and three nights, I just don't think they're going to have the legs at the end for Cal sitting at home. Stanford coming off a bad loss to a bad Utah team. Uh, kudos to Craig Smith, who made me a lot of money at Utah State. Now he's at Utah, and again, a good coach making the adjustments in his case, changing systems up, and they're playing their best basketball at the end of the season. Uh, Nike, right? Nike controls, used to control the NBA, controls a lot of the NBA. Phil Knight, I encourage everybody to read basically the most real business book I've ever read. Phil Knight, Shoe Dog, where he wrote a million dollar um, fake check that I would have been in jail for 30 years but Phil Knight get away with it. What, what are you saying? What does that have to mean with Oregon plus 13? They, they're like an NBA team. They tanked the last game against Arizona State and trying to beat Arizona get themselves in the NCAA tournament, right? Because this game means more. The end of the season means more. I believe the Washington Huskies can beat UCLA tonight and they're at plus 17. Uh, I'll sprinkle a tiny bit on the money line. I'll put $1,000 on your Washington Huskies plus 17 and I'm going to put $100 on Washington money line. UCLA is a bad three-point shooting team. Tiger Campbell has to be pissed for being suspended. For what? Who knows what Tiger did? But the other players are going to be mad at too. This is where Midwestern Bobby Knight, Mick Cronin meets the West Coast snowflake kids. And maybe there's some problems at UCLA. They'll be fine in the NCAA tournament, but for now, grinding games out, I look Washington to cover those 17 points. I believe that uh, Chad... That goes to Big West games, and I have a strategic advantage on this line right here. I believe it's a market inefficiency. Uh, Long Beach plus five at Santa Barbara. We're going to go Santa Barbara first half line, Long Beach State second half line, and Long Beach State for the game. Same thing, uh, tipping off at 4 p.m. your time, early for us, 1 p.m. time, plus six, Hawaii, right? And I'm going to be researching the rest of the WCC and Big West. Post them on Twitter. And that is your rapid fire. Dylan Kelly, Saturday's picks. Dylan Kelly's college basketball, but in briefing. Final word, guys. Chad, you can go first if you love. <laughs> uh, man, I, uh, 
you know, there's a few more games um, in the middle of the day, a few more Missouri Valley, a few other ones I'm going to look at. Um, but, you know, we got the Big East covered. We got this early play. We got your Pac-12 and Big West. The uh, the bread and butter of, of the day is done. And, uh, man, I, I really like these picks. I'm, a, I'm excited. You know, Saturdays are big days. Um, you know, I'm going to have probably 20, 25 plays for me today. So, uh, just, um, you know, it's a, a big day, a lot of arbitrage, a lot, a lot of bets. And, um, you know, I mean, I mean, you know, the, the, the more volume, you know, the more chances to make money. So I'm excited. I think Saturdays out of any day of the week are the highest potential to really make profit. Um, you know, it's harder for the books to, to, to make these lines on Saturdays. There's so many lines. Um, it's easier to identify market inefficiencies than, you know, on days where there's less games. So, uh, man, I, I, I'm excited, man. Saturdays are awesome in college hoops. And, uh, it's going to be a fun day watching them. Yep. Same for me. Man, uh, I appreciate you guys doing this. This is great, getting different perspectives from uh, all different conferences and stuff. And so many picks that, like, Chad threw out, I would never even look to put on my card, but I'm going to be playing a bunch of them. So appreciate getting all the different insight. Exactly, because you, you just, you'll see it. Anybody that goes to a sportsbook, NCAA, first four days, most exciting, you'll see somebody roll yep. up and making their picks a half hour before. Pick not, we're, we're starting a month before. Yeah. Getting ready for the NCAA tournament, right? Teamwork, right. dream work, collaboration equals capitalism. Ukraine is going through that right now because Russia has to invade them because their system in Russia doesn't work, man. The collaboration, Ukraine's trying to collaborate with us to, to get that money flowing, not just for sovereignty, but for money. But we get mm -hmm. to do it freely. And just like Winston Churchill said, which Boris Johnson's trying to be. You make a living from your labor, but you make your life from what you give. Thank you for listening to Dylan Kelly's Saturday's Basketball Picks. That's why this one goes cost $800, and that goes $200. And I don't know what that costs, I'm just shaking the word. That's why...